0: so technology develops as long as someone's putting effort into it like evolution doesn't happen just by time it's like time and effort and so you can see how some industries can stifle and become stale I think Elon Musk was a great example of this disrupting the aeronautics industry and going what the government will do with a bloated budget and internal job security requirements all the way to what can happen if an individual enterprise starts to compete in that market. So, we have been operating with the same technology for a long time. And what I mean by that is we have massively innovated micro... uh, Microtechno or microcomputers, so we've gotten smaller and smaller transistors, smaller and smaller capacitors, and the microchip. And from that, we've been able to exploit this very vast leverage uh, of computers, sensors you know getting getting these kinds of computers in every aspect of our life including refrigerators and air compressors it's kind of funny but the air compressor at my wood shop it has Bluetooth and Wi-Fi signals because it why I don't understand why an air compressor even needs that other than to communicate with you but it should just be able to communicate with you by s- by not compressing air or compressing air. It, it really shouldn't be that much more complicated. Maybe I'm a Luddite and I just don't understand it. But our propulsion technologies have been the same. Like we get better and better cars, better, more efficient fuel efficiency. But even in the last few years, car companies have been found to be... Uh, you know fault Lying their, their Volkswagen got in that huge lawsuit Because they actually didn't have Their uh, Engines weren't as efficient as they claimed it was And this You can kind of look back through the last like decade And they've been You know faltering the, uh, the reports for a while Saying it's just getting better and better But the reality is it's not That much better Because we're still just using a propulsion, basic propulsion system that energy spews out the back and that propels you forward. It's it's a pretty... At this point, it's now a primitive technology. Like, that's a pretty old idea. It's, it's, it's better, but that's an old idea. So there's this theory or there's this concept that, like, whatever the king has, whatever the royalty has or the elites have... It's three generations above what the public has. So when Damascus steel was discovered and or invented and or properly produced and forged, the peasants didn't have that at all. You know, the, 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 the royalty did. And so you can kind of look at Google Maps has been around for how long now? The same form of Google Maps. The Google Maps that can plot topographical map and then also a satellite image overlay, and you can zoom in to a pretty impressive degree. But still, it's it's been around since what 2006, uh, maybe two, you know, not that long, 20 years, maybe 20 years, maybe, and you have to imagine that what technology is actually out there is, you know, they can, this is a statement that was put out, I think by the NSA, they can look at your license plate from Google, from their form of Google maps in live time. Like they can find me driving right now and zoom in on my license plate and be able to read it. So the Google, you know, the Google maps, the, the, the peasants have the public has compared to what that technology is for the private hands that's uh, there's a vast difference there's like three generations typically something like that there's it's just a, it's just a it's just a rule but it's not you know it's not always a rule so you think about weaponry it's we we have developed nukes back in the 40s and i know that there's a big hubbub about just building more nukes that are more nukes within nukes that the nukes can nuke within the nuke it's you know but it's kind of like the same thing with a car where yeah it's the same technology of an internal combustion engine and it's just more effective and more efficient at using its fuel source but i know that there is these Weapons technologies that would blow our minds away, literally. But we, we can't even fathom what, what we have. I'm sure they're not mass produced. There might be one or two of its kind. I'm not saying it's, it's the US military is well equipped with this stuff. But this technology has been more than prototyped. You know, we have uh, gravity bombs and tungsten rods. And supposedly we actually already have those in orbit. We have uh, infrared uh, an infrasound weaponry where you can hit an area with a specific band of frequency to cause them to either feel uh, nauseous and sick and fall over or have spasms or have a c- conniption fit. it's it's in, it's weird. Uh, I forget the name of it but it was called the uh, ch- chili. Chilean incident or something. It happened somewhere down in South America where a bunch of American embassies or an American embassy ba- ambassadors uh, got hit with a weapon, some kind of weapon. We have microwave technology. Like we can, uh, we can, mi- we can cook and you know nuke in a different sort of manner. Soldiers on the battlefield and just just hit an area. We can. There's EMPs. Like there's there's. There's potentially space lasers. They wrote up the concept for them back in the 70s. So, I don't even know. Everything I'm saying is probably some slight psyop to get you off the full potential of these weapon systems. And I just sound like a kook quoting modern Marvel movies or sci-fi movies. But this stuff is probably legit and it 's probably way beyond what we actually think humans and technology is just such a such a weird we 're such weird bedfellows because that technology will always inevitably cripple us, and yet we require it to get to the next step. but you look at calculators today, like no one can do math, no one can do basic math because they didn't they don't have to humans are not just a creature of habit they're a creature of struggle and if we don't overcome these m- micro challenges every day then we don't have to we don't have to uh, you know absorb that into our repertoire of how we interact with the world look at phones phone numbers were originally designed to be 7 to 10 digits long because that was the average memory of a person I, when i was a kid i used to have like 20 phone numbers in my head and i could just call my friends now I don't even know I can't even memorize my wife's number even though I, I she asks me to and I don't know why but I can't memorize it. So we you, we lean on these technologies and these advancements and innovations in order to explore new aspects of this world but by doing so we also consistently seem to sell out Or we offshore that portion of our capabilities to that piece of technology. You know, it's not one-to-one. It's not like humans could run as fast as cars before cars were invented. But we knew how to communicate with horses. And we knew how to have a uh, relationship with an animal that accomplished something to a degree. You know, horses to cars aren't really the same aren't really the same but it's just uh it's interesting, I wonder what's really out there, I wonder what this world really is, because since I've been alive, it seems like we've plateaued, we, we've we invented new stuff, and we've gone further but it's, it's like further in a very small track it's not further in a, an expansive glorious way that you'd kind of imagine it would be, or has been or, I don't know Again, maybe it's just from my perspective here. But you see how fast dogs have developed? Like, their evolution, Their that's a biological form of technology. You know, the adaptation of a canine species to be able to co-mingle with humans and provide very specific jobs and do them well. Like, the fact we can teach dogs to do so many different diverse tasks, it's it's pretty impressive. So you wonder what that looks like? three generations from now what what's actually out there